Thank you, God, for the blessing of your expression in this lifetime. Marigold, are you making good choices? Okay, I would like to see that, please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, dear beloved God, for, um, for this life, for this uncontrollable and surprising and sweet and tender and wild and fierce and loving and warm and cool and just this perfect immaculate life that we each lead thank you God for ah, cleaning through the Ho'oponopono and through everything that we do just cleaning whatever is that more that lower version of ourself and bringing us into that divinity in integrity with who we truly are that authentic expression the gift of this perfect human with this perfect divine that you have brought us here to be thank you god thank you all right i'm coming in this is my second episode for today it's valentine's day and it's because i went off on a tangent on the other one so i just made it into another episode um and that's totally fine because I was like, well, people who want to learn about Ho'oponopono may not care about breastfeeding at all. And when I made that decision, it was 11-11, which is the angel hour um, moment moment in life that occurs to remind us just of this beauty. Um, this numerology is just one more way for God to talk to us. So that was a good choice. So we're going to go on to talk about Ho'oponopono. Today's a good day for that because... I've actually experienced some um, some bad stuff on Valentine's Day in the past, and also it has quite a muddled history. Um, it has somewhat of a, a violent history. There was like a massacre that happened on this day, and then um, it's also kind of driven by consumerism and you know this idea. If you have ever tried to plan a date on Valentine's Day, you will understand that to reserve a table and the prices of the prefix or however that's pronounced and, um, you know, just everything, the cost, the cost of participation in this holiday. And I will tell you right now, I am hanging with my light pink tank top for the day. <laughs> to bring it into that heart energy and my sweatpants because <laughs> I'm not going to be participating in that. I mean, I'm not in a relationship right now. So, um, other than co-parenting and which is a very sweet and beautiful and tender experience on its own. But, um, but you know, even if I were, it doesn't have to be a time when we play by the rules of whatever base says it's supposed to be today. Um, there are also things called Galentine's Day, like the girls get together, or I'm sure there's a man version of that. What would be the man? Maybe Palentine's Day goes for uh, both genders or all, all the genders, including the in-betweens gender. So, um, or maybe outside gender, I don't know, the extra, external whatever, there's infinite possibilities. We have every choice and there's a combination of nurture and nature in life. So it's, we are diverse and beautiful. We're not limited into um, polarities and that goes for everything, but that's definitely goes for gender and it goes for 
everything. Um, I remember, I think I've said this on here before, so hopefully, I don't know if anybody in here has heard, like, listened to all of these episodes. If you have, you're literally my soul family. Um, but I may have said on here before that the moment that I let go of um, judging transgender or seeing it as made up or something like that was the moment I was in my, I believe it was women's studies in college in, at UC Irvine. And they told me, it might've been a biology class because I was taking both, enjoying both very much. Um, I really thoroughly enjoy education and I love science um, and I love social studies, love, love, love. Um, so education has always come so easy for me because I deeply enjoy it. And I do it pretty much every day too. There's always more to learn. I mean, we have Google now. So <laughs> prior to that, we had encyclopedias. Also, we could just continue to learn infinitely. Um, but those were pretty limited. And now we're somewhat almost unlimited, um, infinite, infinite access to information. So some of this information that helped to broaden my perspective on gender was, gosh, I'm going off on another, another tangent. I think that today is ripe, ripe with energy. And so that's what's kind of making me like move in all of these directions with such vigor. I'm going to, I'm going to go for it before I go into Ho'oponopono or maybe I'm just like not like, I don't know if I'm ready to go into Ho'oponopono yet, but I, I will. I'm just going to let it happen and see what it does. So anyways, about gender, um, the moment I learned that their babies were born with like XXY or XYY, or I don't know all the combinations, but there might have been just like Justin, or it's, does it have to be two? Because one from the dad and one from the mom, or it can be two from one of them, or whatever. But anyways, the sex chromosome, the thing that determines the sex could be different. In fact, babies have been born with one half side of their body feminine and one half side masculine. So if nature even will do that, it can't possibly just be contrived. It can't be made up. It can't just be nurture. If nature itself is creating human beings on um, a diverse spectrum of gender beyond the polarity of sex, man or woman. So that was a very eye-opening moment for me. And I feel an angelic confirmation around that. Interestingly enough, angels typically are... Um, without gender, without sex, the reason why I talk about it, um, which I mentioned in the episode before today was, um, as feminine and masculine is so that the feminine can be brought into the masculine or vice versa to, um, I think I said that wrong, but whatever, vice versa, um, to integrate because there has been a missing feminine aspect to um, our understanding, our conception of angels and the existence, the anchoring of angels here on earth. We've anchored the masculine quite steadily. So that's quite available as a beautiful framework that can then be, um, that, that glass ceiling can be shattered and that framework can be dissolved into like this sparkling tree of life of what an angel is. Um, so incredible and amazing. Um, and so a lot of people think of angels as androgynous, um, without gender, because ultimately, oh, this is called Faith's Hymn, this by Beautiful Chorus, this music that's playing, I love it, perfect timing, ultimately, um, 
the angels that we know here on earth will be integrated to where there are no divine or masculine. There will be one angel. Um, so like in the example of faith and Michael, that'll be one angel. And I don't know whether it would be called Michael or faith. Um, but it will be one. So first we have to introduce those other components and it's interesting too. Gosh, am I going to have to make a third episode today? I feel like I am. This is again, seven minutes. Um, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to branch off and make another episode for Ho'oponopono, but, um, cause this one is on gender. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, so, but you just, it's, it's, I got to go with the flow. I got to go with what's emerging from me because it's not for me to, this is very much the divine feminine. It's not for me to control or literally even to direct it. It is for God to direct what's flowing through me. I am allowing it. I'm expressing what feels true and what feels like the creative urge that's flowing through me from the spark of divinity that exists in me and exists in everyone. I'm allowing it to emerge and that's what's, um, that's what's coming through. So, okay. So did I talk about gender adequately? Um, this is a space for tenderness. This is a space for beauty. This is a space for acceptance. When we are to see somebody and people of whichever gender, whatever, whatever, whatever beautiful, I almost want to say ecosystem is being created in each person to put a label on it and to say it's wrong is not correct. And it is not true. Furthermore, it is not the higher truth to label anyone as wrong. Everyone is going through our own journey. Every one of us is expressing ourselves in the best way that we know how and as more information is added to our awareness and to the collection of wisdom that we each are then we begin to shift and grow and change and it's an opportunity for us to be whoever we're going to be and it's not wrong there are this is one thing i wanted to mention too in native american culture there are five genders i believe um, in other cultures, there are other ones. Oh, and part of what also kind of stirred this up in me was that I was reading in that book about Chinese tradition philosophy, and they were talking about how in ancient Chinese tradition, there was this ingrained um, um, prejudice against women to the point where they literally would not allow babies that were girls to survive. And so that's kind of the current, a big current that's happened on this earth that we're moving against now as we're starting to find the value in that feminine aspect, even on the collective, even looking at the way angels have been understood, seeing that there's a part of that angel who hasn't been allowed to be born, that hasn't been allowed to survive the portal, to come out into this, to anchor into the earth. And that is that divine feminine aspect that unpredictable, wild, beautiful, soft, um, flowing current. Oh, something else interesting that came through that is that there is no word for God in Chinese. It is T 
Tian, and I definitely pronounced that wrong. And um, it's a word that means lots of things, including God. And it's interesting because that's how I see God. I see God as lots of things. They say God is heaven. Yeah, that's the same word, Tian. It, it, God and heaven, God's place, the source, the light, the spark, all of that stuff, it's all one thing. And I see God like that too. So, you know, there are these things that we're moving against and there's things that are propelling us forward. And um, you want to know something interesting on that? I understand that the salmon can climb a 100-foot waterfall and they do it by sucking in the water and being propelled upwards. So the things that seem to be moving against us can sometimes be the very vehicle for us to, 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 be the, to reach the miracle, to become the miracle, the miracle vehicle. <laughs> so just bringing that awareness, also planting a seed on this, especially this somewhat polarizing day, um, this interesting day of Valentine's Day, and I think I'll talk a little bit more about it in the next one, which I'm going to record soon. Um, just planting a seed for love and acceptance of people um, with every gender, with every label, with whoever we each authentically want to be. And ideally accepting ourselves as we are, as God created us by no mistake to the greatest of our, our ability. Um, for there to be a spaciousness so that everybody can make a choice about who we present to this world um, and just be loved and be just be celebrated as we are. This whole thing, this whole thing about this perfect image of who a person is, it needs to be like dissolved. I, I saw this ad for Frontier and which is like a TV thing or whatever. It was for the wire thingies or whatever. Um, and oh, fiber. And then, um, oh, very sweet, Gwendolyn. Very sweet. And, um, Marigold's raking leaves right now. It's so cute. Good job. Okay, but, but not in the trash. So remember, if you put it on the soil, it dissolves, and then the tree can eat the nutrition from the leaves. Do you understand? Yeah, you put the leaves on the dirt, it dissolves into the soil, especially when it rains. She's not getting that part. Um, okay. Do you understand, Marigold? It helps the trees when you put the leaves on the ground. Because then it rains and then... Um, it's called Humus. There's this book called Hidden Life of Trees. That's... Sorry, Lisa. That's okay. Um, but if you say sorry, Marigold, please don't continue to do it. Anyways, that's a really good book. And it talks about that kind of cycle of life that happens. Um, okay, you guys are going to not be able to play with these if you keep doing sorry. it. Stop it. Do you want to keep breaking leaves or no? Okay, then you're welcome to use that for that purpose. Thank you. Not for banging on the chimes. Um, 
anyways, so just wishing for um, people to be accepted and to be loved. And I know there's also this conversation, especially I learned about it in Texas, of um, people doing medical intervention to transition their bodies. Um, and then sometimes it can happen before, like, young. And then they are, um, oh, I have to talk about that frontier thing too. But the, um, it can happen young before they, before they're sure about it, and then they change their mind later and they've done all these interventions in their body. And to me, I feel like it makes me feel very sad to think that a person has to change themselves. Um, physically, I feel like there's something, some kind of like social pressures that could be leading to that, to feel like that they can't be accepted as their body is, whatever it is. However, that's not my experience, so I don't judge people who do that, but I also think that we shouldn't be intervening. I mean, obviously, you know my feelings about not doing medical intervention by now, probably, um, I don't feel that it's good for us to be doing those kinds of things to the bodies of young people or to, you know, when they're hormonally, again, with the hormones, um, they may not be in a place where they've decided for certain and it's not too much of a rush. I'm sure there's a whole nother side and somebody could probably argue every one of my points. Um, and so I honor and respect everybody who's on the journey and whatever it is. So, but I think that also, as grown-ups, we can be somewhat custodians for children to help them. Hopefully, ideally, they could have counseling to know that it's not too much of a rush. Um, and that the brains do change. So, I don't know. This is a whole different terrain. And it's not really my terrain. Just the same way I, I posted something about Native Americans and somebody was like... They said really mean stuff to me and like, be quiet. You have no place to speak. And it's like, well, I still want to use my platform no, to, to try to advocate for people who I feel like injustice has been done to. So it's an interesting balance to have that and then to not have people lashing out because it's not my sphere. It's not one that I have lived. And so who am I to speak on that? Um, so I take that stance on all this. But for me, it's just been a loving experience. I've had, I was raised where I was, the polarity was ingrained in me. And then I, it took understanding and wisdom and education to, to dissolve that and to integrate it, to understand that, um, that humans are works of art and miraculous and certainly not to be bound by any labels, um, Oh yeah, and I saw that frontier thing, and it, I saw it from far away. I thought it was a baby, and it was. I came close, and it was a beautiful woman. And I was like, "Oh my God, we have been meant to idealize women as babies. Like we're meant to, like the perfect woman, according to the media and everything, is supposed to look like a, a freaking baby. That's so messed up. Like we're supposed to shave all this stuff." And, like, have, like, the most, like, uh, delicate features and, like, the hoochie lips and, like, all this stuff that looks like babies. <laughs> I'm like, they're trying to make, they're, like, it's being sold to us to appear as a baby. 
which is impossible. And that's like not, not the right narrative for a healthy upbringing to emerge if we were to allow them to have all of the influence, allow these corporations to make all their money off of, of course you're going to sell so a lot of stuff. Good job jumping. That was so good. What does that mean? What do you mean do a cupcake? You mean a leaf cupcake? Make a leaf cupcake? Yeah. Huh. Um, okay. Let's see what I can do. All right. What do you think? Is this good? <laughs> okay, here's a leaf cupcake, Marigold. I made it for you. Come have it. And now we have to put six on it and as to be candles. Now have to do it in half. Is it like for Gwendolyn's birthday? Yeah. My birthday is in September. Yeah, your birthday's in September, that's right. Job, okay, make a wish. <laughs> oh, is it because I told you this is food for the trees? That's so cute. It's food for me. Oh my gosh. Okay, here you go. Here's your leaf cupcake. Yum, yum, yum. Um, <laughs> um, so, so, but like, oh my gosh, they would sell so much stuff infinitely if they're trying to make us look like babies. Um, and so that's what all these products are. And like, gosh, why can't we just celebrate like these, whatever, whoever we are, as we are, I go more in that direction and not have to look. And then, you know what? It's interesting too. The media kind of like makes babies be like, as if they don't have any thought in their head and are just like these little like accessories or something. And that's absolutely not the case. Babies are the friggin' uh, awakeners they're the the way bringers for the new earth they're these new species who are being born onto the earth and um super epic have so much light to share with us have completely transformed my life extraordinarily and um yeah so i'm rebelling against that today makes me feel rebellious I'll tell you in the next episode what kind of things happened that kind of sent me in this direction with this day and why things are coming up for me a lot. But anyways, so much love, blessings, blessings to everyone. And let us just plant these seeds for the earth to see the beauty in each of us and not have to label us. Anyway, thank you, God. Thank you for being here.